Today's episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast is brought to you by... Giorgio Sucolos. Okay, yeah. I'll take it. Giorgio Sucolos. Giorgio Sucolos. he's got cool hair. He's got crazy hair is the word I was going to use, but cool also. It's both. It's crazy cool. And he also is a uh, is an alien aficionado. Or something he like likes, that. He likes the aliens. Uh-huh. What did he do before he was an alien guy? He was a fight promoter. That's right. He was like a... No. Yeah, he was a fight promoter. No. Uh, maybe not. But something like that. It was something weird. He was a hairdresser. <laughs> That's what... No. No. Maybe not. Maybe. You never know. But no, I, he's like a historian. No. <laughs> he definitely wasn't a historian. Let's look it up. Okay, let's do it. Look it up. Today's episode is brought to you by YouTube, our YouTube channel, where you learn things. Uh, I'm going to try to spell Giorgio's name while I pitch YouTube. So, YouTube, go there, subscribe, like, comment, share, and... uh, see all the stuff that we have we're doing daily uploads extra stuff full episodes fresh things what'd you find about Giorgio Suclos promoter he was a promoter for Mr. Olympia oh that's what it was he was a weightlifting promoter not a fight promoter I got it mixed up but a promoter nonetheless And he was like, you know what? I'm tired of promoting other people. I'm going to promote myself and ancient aliens. (laughs) And aliens. And that's what he did. So so shout out to him. We are here today following in Giorgio's footsteps. And we're going to be talking aliens. You ready to get into it? Do you even lift, bro? Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I want a Ziggy, Ziggy, Zah, Ziggy, Zah, Ziggy, Ziggy, Zah, Zah. Welcome to the Natural Habitat Podcast. My name is Mikey Booyah. <laughs> no, it ain't. Your name is like fucking Spice Girl. <laughs> Man, I immediately... If you, re- if you were a Spice Girl, what would your name be? I immediately regretted that intro. My name would be uh, Smoky Spice. Because I'd always be like, they'd always be like, sir, you can't smoke in here. And I'd be like... My name is Z, not Sir. And then I'd smoke anyway. And that'd be my thing. What about you? What would your name be? Stony Spice. 
<laughs> Rappy Spice. <laughs> that was a great opportunity for you to be like, it would be nothing because I'm not a girl. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, man. <laughs> but you did and I appreciate it. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us today on an extra lit episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast. I'm so high that... <laughs> I, I'm so high right now. This is how I feel. Backstage when I pump up, when I pose out in front of 5,000 people, I get the same feeling. So I'm coming day and night. As I'm still smoking, sorry. That's all right. That's cool. You're getting there. You, me, Arnold, all on the same page. Uh, today is, are you ready for this? Shoot. Free slushy Frick. day. Free slushy day, son. Free slushy day. Slurpee, bro. Slurpee. Slushy, slurpee, whatever. Who the fuck cares? 7-Eleven. <laughs> one's a fucking DJ. One's a drink. Oh, my bad. Sorry, slushy. Uh, <coughs> it is free slurpee day at 7-Eleven. So you can go to your local 7-Eleven and get yourself a free slurpee. <coughs> now, I haven't done this in a while. How big are these slurpees? Offers limited while supplies last. Yeah, right? And it's like a little tiny paper cup, like a little Dixie cup. I like it when it's bring your own cup day. Yeah? And you could just, you just bring like a trash can. Hell yeah. <laughs> Fill it up. And then you go outside and you sell Slurpees for like a dollar a piece. No, you just like lay in it. Oh, yeah? Well, I mean, it has it's been, outside. has been like 110 out, so that actually sounds pretty nice. Shit, I'm down for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, today is also National Cheer Up a, a Lonely Friend Day. What? Yeah, National Cheer Up a Lonely Friend Day. That's a depressing holiday. You got one of those? Uh, I feel like I have a lot of those. Dang. But that's just because I'm on Facebook, you know what I mean? So, everybody's like, I'm so sad and lonely all the time. And then you're like, what's up, dog? Let's hang out. And they're like, fuck you, I'm busy. Sup, dog? Sup, dog? Let's hang out. It's also Cow Appreciation Day. So show that love. Show that, cows. show that love to all the beef. I'm all about eating them cows. Mm-hmm. For sure. That's my favorite. And also National Swimming Pool Day, which I feel like this has happened before recently. Or was it National Swimming Day? I don't know. Now it's National Swimming Pool Day. I feel like they should be on the same day. Kill two birds with one stone. Don't take your slippery to the pool, though. <laughs> You know? No. Why not? Get a cramp. No, that's not food. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's a myth. Yeah, the wait thirty minutes after eating yeah. or sixty minutes. How many? How many minutes is it? Myth busted. It doesn't matter how many minutes it is, because it's a myth minutes. Myth minutes. You like that? No. Neither do I. I feel like it could it could roll off the tongue a little bit easier. You know what I do like? What's that? Alien abductions. Holy shit. Wait, hold on. You like alien abductions? Yeah. Like you wish you would get abducted? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. And what? So you could ask questions and like see stuff? No, so I could leave here. Oh, I don't think that's how it works. Yeah. No, I don't think there's a lot of gone they forever. They take you somewhere? Yeah, but then you come back. Whatever, I'm trying to go. <laughs> we'll worry about that later. Yeah. All right, all right. 
I feel that you. is a fucking once in a lifetime opportunity right there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, <clears throat> don't get me wrong. I I'm won't. not. I'm not like uh super like you know adrenaline junkie or anything like that. Like I'd be scared to motherfucking death. I'd be lucky to live through that fear alone. Yeah. But it would be awesome. Because there's always that guy that's like. Take me with you, take me away, and like all the people with the signs and shit. Yeah, as long as they don't eat me. Yeah. Some weird ass shit. Like, (laughs) who knows? What do you think aliens eat? What do you think aliens are? Well, we're gonna get to that, and I say we save that for a little bit later, cause I think, I think I know what aliens are. But, and I am gonna, then that means what? I'm gonna crack the case. Then yeah, (laughs) eventually. Uh, or, I don't know, man. Or at one point. Look, all I know is <clears throat> that I don't know uh, anything. No, I'm saying like I wanna, I gotta see shit to believe it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, otherwise, it's just like <clears throat> I, I'm a skeptic. You know, like yeah, I, I like to believe. I'd like to believe a lot of things, but you know. Ultimately, it, when it comes down to it, you gotta have like, you know, you gotta see it. I mean, you can't just take somebody's word for it. <clears throat> yeah. And so that's what's yeah. uh, that's what's fun about a lot of these, is that you get you. I even find myself getting wrapped up in these stories that are just one hundred percent stories from a guy. Yeah, I I just like to um. You know, put myself in the situation, like hypothetically, like what would I do? What would I do in this scenario? You know, and each each different scenario, you know, whether it's real or not, doesn't matter. Each different scenario, just another way to like, you know, look at something through a different perspective yeah. or whatever, and then try to like, you know, analyze yourself or like your own reactions or thoughts or whatever. And you got to think that. There's at least one of these cases where this person was actually abducted, whether it be by people or some sort of aliens or maybe they're just insane to the point to where it actually happened in their mind. You know what I mean? They're not making it up for attention. This shit really happened to them. And uh say they were drugged and then kidnapped by some people that they owed money to. And they hadn't slept for a while because they were all strung out on white trash drugs. Then they were like, something fucking happened. This shit was crazy. And nobody's going to believe you no matter what. No matter how you tell that story. Like, hey, in the middle of the night, there was all these lights. I was taken. Then I woke up in this other place. And then I woke up in my kitchen. You know, people are going to be like, okay, yeah, whatever. You just want attention. Because they've heard all these stories. And it's been you know, portrayed in this light to where it's just crazy people or attention-seeking people. And there's been so many hoaxes that everybody just automatically writes them off and shoves them to the side. So imagine being I, someone that I went think, through this. I uh, think everybody does that anyways. Yeah. It doesn't matter, even if it was real. People... Like, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Imagine if something happened to you and it was 100% real, aliens abducted you. It's like ninety nine point nine percent of the people you tell that story are gonna be like, okay, looks like you fucking lost it, like, and then probably yeah. not talk to you very much after that, you know? 
All of them. Yeah. hundred percent. A hundred percent. And it's because, uh, people are scared of whatever. I don't know. There's gonna, there's gonna be that one guy that's gonna be like, dude, something like that happened to me too. <clears throat> it did. It happened to, it happened to me and Bill. Bill and I. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Yep. So it's crazy. Too bad that doctor died, or you guys could have went to see him, and he could, like, pull your implants out. Doctor died? Yeah, you know, the implant doctor guy. Oh, implant doctor. The alien implant guy, the one that finds them all. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I still have that. I still have my alien implant in my leg. Does it ring or vibrate? No. Is it shiny? No. Does it make a tick? No. I feel like that was bad improv. I should have said yes to all of that. <laughs> <laughs> the game's called Yes And, not No. No? 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 So, do you think this shit is real or no? Um, short answer, no. <laughs> but So you're saying all these people are lying? Yeah, I think that, I think that all these people are lying. Every one of them. Well, this all started with uh, Stan Romanek. And he seems like he's lying. And I think that put me off and put me on the skeptical side, leaned me towards skepticism a little bit. Yeah, but that guy's just like <clears throat> a nobody in that, in, you know, that a lot of these other ones are actually like credible people. Yeah. This is just the one that, it's a Netflix documentary, and is it new, or has it been on there for a while? It's new. So it's a new Netflix documentary uh, about this guy's videos that he made, uh, where he captured video evidence of great aliens. <clears throat> a bunch of crazy shit happened in this dude's house. Did you know that he, uh, he claimed to uh, pass out, and then woke up in his kitchen wearing women's clothing saying that it was an outfit that the aliens dressed him in by mistake after they did the experiments they they dressed him back up wrong in someone else's <laughs> clothes yeah, maybe uh, maybe but I don't know after hearing that uh, breaking news release about him stop I'm not sure <laughs> stop. you don't even know if that was real no I don't you're right uh, but either way, here, I have this clip right here. You want to watch it? What is it? This is, uh, this is Stan Romanek's alien footage in the windy. Can you see it? No. I'm beaming it across the internet waves. Beam me up, Scotty, which was never said <laughs> ever. Never, ever, never That's said. so strange. Mandela, my ass. We're back. Back. Okay, so here's this little thing popping up. Uh, uh. Looks around a little bit. Okay. <clears throat> I don't know, man. I'm, I'm going to say that... <laughs> I'm gonna say this is fake for sure. Yeah. But, but, I, I don't, that doesn't really bother me. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I don't care that it's fake because if it was a movie or, you know what I'm saying, if it was like anything else, it, it wouldn't matter. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't, I think it's just for entertainment, but I like the scenario. That's what I like. And like, I like to imagine what it, what it would be like. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, imagine walking up to your window and seeing that shit, you know, like, (laughs) yeah, fuck that. It's like, it's like, you see, like you see like creepy shit, like shadows, or you think you see like some light outside and then you go and look at it and then imagine seeing that straight gray alien. Boom. Check it out. Let's do it. What if that, what if that was a fucking mountain lion? Right. That just hopped up and was like standing in your window. How would you feel about that? That'd be scary you, as fuck. You pretty fucking scared. What if that was like a big ass grizzly bear? I'd be like, I never want to go outside again. If a fucking grizzly bear pops up looking in your window, like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> all breathing, all heavy on it and shit. Yeah, fogging up the window like the fucking T Rex in Jurassic Park and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, imagine if it was a fucking Bigfoot shit. You know. Um, have you, what do you, what do you think about ghosts? Uh, I used to, I used to believe in ghosts a lot. But now, but now you don't? Now not so much. Why? Uh, cause I've like, I had a bunch of experiences where I like heard creepy shit, felt creepy shit, saw weird things. We would go to like abandoned places at night and go like creep around and everything. And then... After all these experiences all piled up, I realized that I never really actually saw anything or ever really felt anything. I just felt like something was about to happen or I would like trick myself. Like I would hear something and I'd be like, that sounds like this, even though it could have been five other things off in the distance. And it's just like all these different things. When you're looking for it, you're going to find it. So I think that... uh I think that that's so, the case for a lot of things. So hypothetically, in this situation, how, how you know, like, how do you think you would react? I think I would be fucking tripping. Yeah. I think I'd be like, I don't know, man. I've never been in a uh, that much of like a life-threatening situation. You know, like any any real life-threatening situation I've been in has not been like that crazy you know like yeah to where you can't you can't do anything there's nothing you could do running up on it well i mean yeah there's lots you can do right like well i mean you can't you can you can fight back you can grab a gun you can grab a fucking anything anything around you available to you yeah you hope you you, yeah well yeah depending on how you react right yeah or depending on like you said how advanced these things are if they have the ability to travel here then, yeah, like you, like it's a fucking like it's a uh, raptor, and you see one, and the other two are coming at yep. you from the side, and then you <laughs> go, and then you go, clever gal, clever gal. So like you never know, you might fucking grab this like big old wrench and swing it at it, and then it just stops it with its mind, and then sure. crushes your skull. But you gotta try, right? Gotta try. I, I think that my flight gene 
is like a fucking cat's reflex. You know what I'm saying? And if I see one of those motherfuckers, I'm like, ah, gone, you know? <laughs> and I'm out. And, and I know that I'll grab whatever's around me and fucking I'll use that shit. Like, mm-hmm. you know? But I, I definitely wouldn't be the type to like, uh, try to catch the motherfucker or some shit like that. No way. You know what I mean, like, if anything, I'm keeping my distance far enough for me to get away, you know, like, psh, yeah. I'm not gonna fuck can't, with it either. Can't touch this. Well, you better calm down. I'm gonna get sued. Uh, so, real though. so I got some clips over here. Uh, I got a few interesting One is, uh, one here is Kenneth Arnold. And I believe that this is the first time that the term flying saucer was coined. And this is in, uh, in June of 1947. An ordinary man in an ordinary street in America. But this man started the 1947 wave of sightings that swept the world when he claimed to have seen from his mountain rescue plane nine disc-like objects, roughly 45 miles away, flying at a speed of approximately 1,500 miles per hour near Mount Rainier, Oregon. The date? June 24, 1940. Today's National Rainier Charity Day. What? Seven. Later, when asked by a reporter to describe how they flew, Arnold said their motion was like saucers skipping over water. In the papers the next day, the world first saw the term flying saucer. On June 24, 1977, 30 years to the day after he first sighted them, Ken Arnold consented to speak to us. He had refused to make any public statements for the last five years. It's easy to see that after 30 years, he's still angry at the disbelief. Right here, we've seen something. I've seen something. Hundreds of pilots have seen something in the skies. We have dutifully reported these things. And we have to have 15 million witnesses before anybody's going to look into the problem seriously. Why, this is Seriously? utterly fantastic. This is more fantastic than than flying saucers or or people from Venus or anything, as far as I'm concerned. People from where? From Venus? Men are from Mars, and women are from Venus. But men have a penis, and women can't drive cars. <laughs> so it seems backwards. I don't know. It's a little observation. <laughs> so, uh, so there it is, flying saucers. Cause they look like saucers <clears throat> skipping on water in the sky. Like a, like skipping in the up in the I'm gonna edit that out. <laughs> what time is that? Better do it for real. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So, so what do you think? What do you think about that guy? That was way before, that was in 1947. That was one of the earliest, like. He was a pilot, so I'm gonna say. You think he saw that shit? I don't know. I don't know. A lot, a lot of people were full of shit. Yeah, right? Because you so, can't just take everything off face value. I've met enough people to know that they seem honorable and then they're like sneaky. 
Or they seem sneaky and they're honorable. <laughs> if 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 anybody's gonna see some fine shit, it's probably gonna be pilot more than like people on the ground because they're in the sky too, and they're more aware of it. Yeah, and they're more vigilant. People, people on the ground don't really just like walk around looking up at the sky. You know? I, I imagine pilots, especially back in the forties, were looking around for other things in the sky didn't have very sophisticated like radar and stuff like that so i'm sure that they were constantly looking for planes as well as uh swarms of geese i hear are bad for planes that's what happened to sully <laughs> Any, anything they can fly in your engine <laughs> that thing from the twilight zone the thing on the on the wing of the plane these are all bad so uh so yeah, I don't know, but then again, I don't know that guy. Yeah, either way, um, his was like he just saw some planes flying. So I don't think he was abducted, but uh, I don't know. I think every every encounter is is different. You know what I'm saying? Like hypothetically, every encounter is different. So. If you experienced each encounter, you know, you would go through something different, right? Like, they're all unique, and they're all different. So, I don't know. I don't know. That one I probably wouldn't be too scared of, as long as it, like, I don't know. Didn't come, like, put the fucking beam on us or some shit, or, like, didn't come, like, you know? Yeah. I mean, you'd be scared for a minute. But once they're gone, you're like, what the fuck was that? That was crazy. Yeah, you know. Um, I think like, I think like the, the peeping Tom one, where the motherfucker's peeping his head up over your window, and you're right there. <laughs> you're like, yeah. oh. You know, like, okay. That's, that's scarier, cause that, that cause that's that personal. Is like, that is right there. Yeah. In your face. Yeah, and you he's, know? And he's looking like, at you. That's one of the scariest things I could ever think of. He's not just flying by all like, what's that? Or maybe even not even looking at you. That is one on the ground directed so, at you. You know you're fucked. Let's say these these UFOs are real. Uh-huh. This fucking, this tractor beam technology is real. This fucking uh, creature, humanoid, gray or whatever it is, is real. All these things are real. You get fucking snatched up and they put the fucking uh, memory block on you and then implant fake shit. So like it feels like no like uh, no time has gone by. Yeah, see look. And and then <clears throat> they're doing whatever the fuck and you're like seeing these motherfuckers one on one inside this place and you're just like I wonder if you're conscious, like, you know. And then just don't remember. All of this is hypothetical, but I'm saying, like, I'm I'm putting me in there. You know, like, say I get abducted. I'm in the ship. I'm in there. Am I fucking awake? Am I, like, you know? Because, like, they can, like, I'm sure they could, like, manipulate you. However, so it's, like, hard to say whether or not you even, like, you know, yeah. Whether you even know what's going on, if you're even conscious or like it. 
Probably not, right? I'm assuming like as soon as they as soon as they hit you with that fucking light, they hit you with the beam and it's like boom, you're just unconscious now. And you're just like fucking uh, jelly, right? Or, so know. this that actually happened to me, separate from the Bill thing. It happened with Bill too when that weird thing happened in the light and the thing in our leg. We lost like a couple hours of time. And that's always, uh, you brought that up. That's always like a reoccurring thing. It makes you think that everything happened normal, but a bunch of time has passed. And I remember like, uh, like a couple years ago, it was me and Michelle. We, I get off of work at like eight, come and pick her up. We drive down to the coast, hit like some back road. So we were there by like nine, nine thirty at the latest. Like she was waiting outside when I got to the house. Boom. Went out there. Had like a joint rolled up. We park, light up the joint, and we're just kind of parked on this back road in the dark by this serial killer's house. His name's Rex Krebs. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Yeah. So we like parked over by his house and we're like, ooh, creepy, right? Turn everything off. And then we're like sitting there. We hear this like snapping in the bushes. We didn't even smoke like half the joint. Hear the snapping in the bushes. We look over there. Don't see anything. I turn on the car. And when I turn on the car and press down the brake, the brake lights light up and I could see some sort of tall, like it looked almost like a telephone pole, like a tall, dark something that was in the road right behind like right outside of the back driver's side door. And it was so close that like my mirror would hit it when I drove by if it was there when I drove up. So I definitely don't remember it being there when we got there. And I was like, what the fuck is that? We take off. That was creepy. <laughs> and then fucking get out to the road. And it's like one thirty in the morning. So somehow like four hours had gone by within what seemed like a half hour, maybe even 15 minutes that we were out there. We didn't get out of the car, nothing. And fucking, I remember that we went to Denny's and parked out in front of Denny's and looked in the window just so that we could see people. And like, cause it made us feel safe. Cause we were like, where the fuck did all that time go? Like it was hella creepy. Time was just gone. Like all this time passed. And I don't, I don't do heroin or anything. So I didn't like just pass out and then wake up and I was like, Oh, everything's fine. But it was insane, dude. It was the creepiest thing ever. I had to see people. <laughs> I was like, we need to go somewhere and I need to see people do a regular people stuff because I feel like I'm losing it. And I don't know. Maybe I got abducted that night. Maybe. But, uh, one of the first big cases. Uh, was Barney and Betty Hill. And they were, uh, they were driving home from Niagara Falls, saw a light in the sky. Barney got out, saw 11 figures in black uniforms and capes. They drove off. Capes? Yeah, and capes. They drove off and they were like, that's weird. And then got home, and it had taken them seven hours to get home, even though it's only a four-hour drive. So they lost three hours. And she had rips in her clothes, had some weird pink powder 
on her dress. And uh, a needle was thrust into her navel and skin samples were taken from her, she claims. And then she drew a star map that she was shown by the aliens. Where is it? Uh, There's a picture of it right here. Here, I'll show you. I, I will. Oh, you got it? Yeah. So this is uh the star map. Zeta to Reticuli. I want to say that's one of the... uh That's like the place to be, right? Was that the original? I read somewhere that there was like an original planet that aliens were supposed to be from back in the early days of aliens. They were like, oh, it's these gray aliens, and they're from Satigny Badigny or whatever. Zeta Reticuli. Is that it? (laughs) Zabigny Natigny. Okay. (laughs) Welcome. To Zabigny Natigny, <laughs> the planet of aliens. <laughs> you can't even read it. <laughs> you don't even know how to read. I don't. You're right. I made okay, it this far. Uh, it's a real place. What is that planet? Say it in particular. Well, yeah, they uh, they found the star and they're like, oh, that's the one. Scientists were like, hey, we found a new star. It's called Zeta Reticuli. And then he was like, Zeta Retiki. That's the place where the aliens are from. Someone just yelled it. It's 12 parsecs from Earth. No way. That's bullshit. <laughs> it's real. No. Parsecs aren't a real unit of fucking distance in real life, are they? Yes, they are. And not just in Star Wars world? Yeah, it's real. No way. 39 light years or 12 parsecs. No way. Yeah, bro. That is blowing my motherfucking mind. <laughs> really? Really? Uh, a fucking parsec is 1.917 E plus 13 miles. <laughs> oh, shit. That's crazy, dude. A fucking parsec? <laughs> now I'm just high tripping on parsecs. <laughs> okay, so this is a great time for this Carl Sagan. Clip. So how would this lady know about this shit? Look it. Okay, how old was she? Uh, who are we talking? Betty Hill. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. She looks to be. I'm gonna say in her fifth, early fifties. Anyways, somewhere what around she, there. What, what does she do for a living? Uh, she was a social worker. Ha! <laughs> okay, so she has no reason to have any of this knowledge. No. Then how the fuck? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got the answer, Sway. Uh, but no, for real, like, how does she know what this shit is called? How does she know how to draw that fucking map when we didn't even know? I mean, nobody even knows. Yeah. You know? You know? See? That's a trip, man. See, that's what makes some of these things so interesting. It's like, um, it's, they sound so outlandish and they're like unbelievable because, you know, 
you've never seen it or you've never been through it, so you can't relate to it, you know, and you're like, cha, this guy's a fucking crazy guy. Yeah. You know, and and then we never think about it again. And it's like some of the shit is unexplainable. She got shh, there you go. She got the knowledge from somewhere, man. Truth's out there, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's a trip, dude. How does she know? Tell me. I don't know. How how does some social worker know what the hell Zeta Reticuli right? is? Tell me where that shit's at. I don't know. How maybe she, six? Maybe she approved food stamps for a for an alien. Oh. And he was she, like, Look, she works for MIB. I'm gonna hook you up. <clears throat> That's it, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, here's this, uh, I have a Carl Sagan clip, and I think he kind of touches on this story a little bit. In the vastness of the cosmos, there must be other civilizations far older and more advanced than ours. So, shouldn't we have been visited? Shouldn't there be every now and then alien ships in the skies of Earth? There's nothing impossible in this idea. And no one would be happier than me if we were being visited. But has it happened in fact? What counts is not what sounds plausible, not what we'd like to believe, not what one or two witnesses claim, but only what is supported by hard evidence, rigorously and skeptically examined. Extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. Extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. Well, that was some. Yeah. She had, she had some. What is he talking about? The star map. Uh, I think that he's going to talk about the extraordinary evidence. <laughs> he's going to tell the Since story very slowly. There have been hundreds <laughs> of thousands of reports of Betty UFOs, Hill. unidentified flying objects. This subject has more, I think, to do with religion and superstition than with science. Let's consider one of the most famous accounts of a supposed encounter with alien beings. On September 19, 1961, an American couple were driving home through New Hampshire. They were returning along a lonely road late at night from a vacation in Canada. Remember, we have only their word for what happened next. You still don't believe it, do you? No, I don't. There must be a reasonable explanation. <sighs> they had observed, so they said, a strange moving light in the sky. By definition, an unidentified flying object. It seemed to follow them for miles. They were captured, they said, and taken aboard the craft. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to cut some of that out. I'm going to have to do some heavy editing on this episode. Oh, man. Heavy editing. But 
that is a trip. That's one of the that's one of the ones that kicked it off. That was like the biggest one when you look up like the history of abductions. That was the one that gave it all the credibility and was like, "Well, what about this? Because these these guys are normal people that are just doing their shit in their daily lives, have nothing to gain from telling this story. Aliens weren't a huge thing yet." And this one started it. So, I don't know, man. But then again, the aliens were wearing capes. So that makes me very skeptical out the gate. That takes another 10% of my trust away whenever you say anything was wearing a cape. Who wears capes, really? Um, two people. Give me two. Dracula. That's not a real person. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, who else was the cape? Uh, opera singers. Um, Doctor Jekyll. Uh, Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber. Phantom of the Opera. Did you say fentanyl at the opera? <laughs> I heard that's dangerous, man. Okay. Uh, marine biologists. Do they? If I was, I would. <laughs> it would actually be like a, you know, like the oceanscape shower curtain that has like all the fish and stuff. It's all clear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I would wear. <laughs> you already wear that probably. <laughs> around the house, but that doesn't count. You wear whatever you want around the house. It doesn't count. You don't really wear it. All right. What's next? Ca- Captain William? Captain William. The Lightning fighter pilots of Number 5 Squadron are on alert for Russian intruders over the North Sea. Among the men scrambled that night is a 28-year-old American officer flying with the RAF. This was to be Captain William Schaffner's final flight. His ground crew were the last people to see him alive. Now, 32 years later, thousands are convinced his extraordinary disappearance was the result of an encounter the U.S. Tower, Foxtrot 94 for priority taxi and takeoff. At exactly 8.25 p.m., Captain Schaffner took off on a flight to oblivion. Half an hour later, his lightning crashed into the sea. When it was recovered off Flamborough Head, the cockpit canopy was shut and the pilot had disappeared. Where the pilot went to is the $64,000 question. Whoa. Nobody has ever answered that to this day, and they've always... Expensive. Okay, so... Flew up. Comes down. Pilot's gone. Cockpit's closed, so he didn't eject out of it. What happened? Where the fuck did he go? He got the beam. He got beamed out? Yeah, right through the fucking... Yeah. But it's particle how, like... How'd you get beamed out? Through the fucking car? Yeah, right yeah I guess roof. I guess the hole in my... Got, there wasn't a hole got, in the roof of my car. You got particled. Shit. You got, well, you got wonked. Did they, do you think they particled him out of a plane and then they went to go put him back and the plane wasn't there anymore because they had like flown somewhere else and then crashed? And they were like, oh shit, this plane's supposed to be right here. Up no, in the not sky. Every, not everybody comes back. Yeah. Maybe they're like... I guess, gonna, I guess you're right. You're going to... You're gonna pilot our ship now. In my head, I'm I always your think. Now. I always think they're coming back. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, 
Because in my head, the alien abduction story is told from a guy that got abducted by aliens and then came back. So if he didn't come back, I mean, I got in this case, it's very strange circumstances, and nobody got maybe, abducted to tell the story. Maybe he had a uh, m- more stuff, <laughs> you know, like all these other guys, like fucking basic model. Maybe stock. stock. He's They're like, like, hey, this guy he's though. Like, he's like custom souped up. This guy. Like he, this guy could fly. He could do whatever. Maybe he had like a tattoo, and they were like, "He's got a cool thing right here." <laughs> this one's all marked up. Did you see yeah. that? Did you see that tattooed fish they found? Yeah, that was weird. No, somebody tattooed a fish. It's brutal. And then threw it in the ocean. They were practicing, <laughs> like how people like practice on a like an orange peel. Yeah, sure. Like, hey, man, I got this fish. Pig skin? Let's do it up. Pig skin? That's what people use. Really? Yeah. That's some serial killer shit. It's bomb. Use an orange. Use an orange. Okay, so this guy got beamed right out the fucking yeah. driver's seat. Um, You got beamed twice. Uh-huh. Barney and Betty got beamed. That's a double beam. Uh... Motherfucking Stan Romanek got beamed. Uh-huh. And, and there was flashes and a beam. Um, let's see. Where are we at next? Uh, I have a couple, uh, a couple clips of some respected people talking about aliens. Well, we tried to make this about abductions, but it's really about the beam. <laughs> yeah, it is. But what do you think that is? Like, what could it be? Does it fucking wonkify you? You think so? Like TV Mike? Does it like break how, you how up it into like them? nanoparticles? Yeah, it transfers them in the air and it slips through everything. Yeah, and it's just like fucking snatch. Maybe. I mean, if they can manipulate uh, manipulate the gravity. Have you... Uh, I was reading about cold we welding. You ever, you ever hear about cold welding? Mm-hmm. How like if you take two pieces of metal that are the same type of metal in space in a vacuum and touch them together, they'll mold together because there's nothing in between the atoms in the metal. So they don't know where one piece ends and the other one begins. So they just become the same piece and they lock to each other. And they're talking about using it for like building onto the space station and shit. And that's crazy. So that's manipulating steel just with just with you know the absence of gravity and the absence of air mo- molecules and particles and shit so if they can do that in a concentrated beam which is what that beam always looks like then they can do whatever whatever the fuck they want with us yeah but they're not in space when they do that but that beam can be altered whatever's inside the beam is under whatever properties they want it to be Instead of just in a vacuum of space. That makes me not want to go to space. If you fucking go in a metal container (laughs) and then that, and then that metal can turn into whatever it wants to. Dude, I heard this thing. It could just turn into a ball. Like you're in the middle of that shit now. You're fucking. I heard this thing about, uh, metal food. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) How they found out about, uh, about cold welding is it was this dude that did, it might have been the first spacewalk ever. Or definitely one of the first. It might have been the first. 
and he did the first spacewalk outside of like their vessel on a tether cord and he had a little can of like compressed air that he was using to shoot himself around like a little aerosol can and he went out there way longer than he was supposed to be out there came back in and he couldn't close the hatch because when he opened the hatch it had touched the outside of the spaceship and then cold welded together so he was outside they were inside couldn't get to him and it was like this whole big ordeal and they found out what it was and I don't know why I'm talking about that. Hi, getting deep into cold welding. It trips me out. <laughs> <laughs> that is strange as fuck. Uh-huh. What? It's crazy. Imagine being in that situation. So then NASA's full of shit. How are you going to land on a fucking asteroid or whatever? Because it's two different types of metal. What do you mean? It has to be the exact same metal ah. composite, the same levels of everything. What? Otherwise, they know the difference between each other. The particles can tell Stop. the difference. Stop. I'm telling Stop. you, man. That's not real. Yeah, it's real. That's the rule. <laughs> uh, <coughs> all right, I got something. Metal's metal. You ever hear about the Pascagoula abduction? Who? Pas- Pas- Pascagoula? Pascagoula? Where is this at? Uh, it was in 1973. There's two co-workers, Charles Hickson and Calvin Parker. They were fishing in Mississippi. And they, uh, they said that they heard a whizzing sound, saw flashing lights. And then they were both conscious but paralyzed. And taken aboard some sort of ship and subjected to examination. Was there anybody else there? Nope. Just two rednecks that uh, worked together that were in vastly different ages. One was like almost 50 and one was like 20. And they were fishing by the lake and they got abducted by aliens. What's the air quotes for? <laughs> You're not supposed to talk about them. <laughs> like they're butt, butt fishing or what? No, I never said that. Uh, All right. Um, okay. You got well, one? You got a case? Uh, I got a case of something. How about this? How about that? The abduction of Jesse Long. <gasps> now, this is just Justin Long's dad. You know Justin Long, the actor? Oh, no, it isn't. It could be. I mean, I'm not saying that it is. I'm not saying it isn't. Yeah, you are. You're <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I take that back. I take it back then. But in 1990, uh, he said that aliens presented him with a baby. They said it was his. Okay, that's like, that's just like the other guy's story too. Where's the baby though? They're on the ship. They're hybrids. They're theirs. They're aliens. They're not his. So he was like, look at your baby and then brought it back? Or did they give them the baby? No, No, he got to see him. He got to see him and he also met nine more hybrid children. Who? 
the same guy. Jesse, uh, Justin Longstein. So he has, so nine more, so ten at least. At least ten hybrid alien children this guy has. And they just come and shove them in their face all the time. They're like, they're like that, uh, like that asshole, like that ex-wife. That's yeah. all like, you want to see your fucking kid? And they like have him in the car, but they don't roll down the window. And you're like, yeah. Bobby! And you just like yeah. want to hug him. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. I assume that's how that works. Sure, I bet it's happened a time or two. Goddamn. Goddamn. All right. We're running out of time. So... Let's go to our most prestigious guests of the evening. All right, let's do it. First up, we have President Jimmy Carter. Come on in, sir. Oh, he's dead? Roll the tape. Tell me about the time you once saw a UFO. Well, I was the district governor of of 56 Lions Clubs in southwest Georgia, and I had to visit all the Lions Clubs and make a speech. And I was outside a, a, a school lunchroom one night, right before sundown. It was getting dark, and we were getting ready to eat supper. And I and about 25 men were standing around, and all of a sudden, in the western sky, we saw a strange light coming towards us, a round light. And it got closer and closer, and right above the pine trees, it stopped. And then it began to change colors from blue to red to white. And then it stayed there for a while. We were all aghast. We didn't know what it was. And then it just disappeared into the West. That was the end of it. So it was a genuine UFO in that it was an unidentified flying object. But I have never thought and still don't think it's possible for, you know, creatures from Mars to come here and visit us and go back home. So not from Mars, but other planets like Zigalon Ragadini. These are these are valid places. <laughs> hey, does does his encounter sound familiar? Do you remember the blue lights and all that? Uh, no. I remember one. There was one bluish light that was kind of like a spotlight that came down from the top, but I couldn't see it. I could just see the light on everything, and I was like, "It's the cops, man!" Like it was almost like cops, bro. Maybe it was. Maybe it was a fucking black ops, like a black ops fucking helicopter. What does it matter? And it, if, and it, and it like pulls up on you with the spotlight and fucking hits you with the dart. Huh, that's what happened. Yeah. They hit, they hit you with a fucking sleep dart, that animal tranquilizer dart or whatever. And they, you thought, you, I thought I got they, abducted. they abducted you, but that's really, true. they just like. But it could have been a white cop too. It didn't have to be a black cop. No, dude. The helicopter. You said black cops. <laughs> no, black cop. 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 Stop. Cop stop. Is, are you talking about the app where you record cops? No. I think it's important. Never heard of it. Uh, next up, we have President Barack Obama. Bring him in. Oh, he's dead? Roll the tape. <laughs> there were some tough years in there. You had fiscal showdowns and government shutdowns and pandemics and oil spills and pirates. Y'all remember the pirates? I mean, the only thing we haven't had to deal with is like the asteroid, you know, or the aliens. That's true. Good point. Shouldn't have have mentioned the aliens. 
we, we overcame all that. Good old Barry B. He was like a, he was our comedian president. His last name doesn't start with a B, bro. Barry B. Barry Obama. <laughs> Isn't his middle name like, its middle initial is O, and his last name is Obama? No. Barack Obama. Barry no. B. <laughs> no. <laughs> Whatever, man. Agree to disagree. That's fine. No. You totally went out of order. What are you talking? With the presidents. Oh, yeah. You, uh. That's not true. Yeah. That's not Carter, true. Carter was first. <laughs> then there was a Bill Clinton. Then. Well, I'm going. I'm going was, reverse. <laughs> I'm going reverse order in my heart, is what I'm doing. That ain't even true. <laughs> All right. Well. Last but not least, we have President Billy Clinton. Come on in. Bring him in, sir. Oh, is he dead? I think it was at the beginning of my second term. We had the anniversary of Roswell. You waited that long? I did. Wow. Well, I didn't. And then I. there's also Area 51. You remember there was a great... Sci-fi movie where there was an alien kept deep under the ground yeah. in Area 51. So first I had people go look at the records on Area 51 to make sure there was no alien down there. <laughs> and people thought that because everybody who works there has to stop about an hour away and put on special clothing and then drive in and out. And that's because a lot of our stealth technology is made there. We know that now, and, and, but there are no aliens there. So then I, when the Roswell thing came up, I knew we'd get, you know, zillions of letters. So I had all the Roswell papers reviewed, everything. If you saw that there were aliens there, would you tell us? Yeah. You would. I would. I would. But I think, look, what do we know? We know now we live in an ever-expanding universe. We know that there are billions of stars and planets literally out there. And the universe is getting bigger. We know from our fancy telescopes that just in the last two years, more than 20 planets have been identified outside our solar system that seem to be far enough away from their suns and dense enough that they might be able to support some form of life. So it makes it increasingly less likely that we're alone. Oh, you're trying to give me a hint that there are aliens. <laughs> no, I'm trying to tell you I don't know. Oh. So, uh, what do you think? You think he's telling the truth? I think, yeah. I don't. I think he lied when he said, when he was like, if there were aliens, would you tell us? And the way that he said, yeah, he like broke eye contact. He looked down and shook his head. It reminded me of how he was like, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Like it was the same <laughs> kind of, same kind of body language. Yeah, well, who knows? I don't know, man. The, the fact that he talks about it or has interest in it at all is what matters, I think. And um, it's been a constant theme now. Yeah. You know, all of them talk about it. Where, where's Trump at? Let's see if Trump will reveal him. God, he's going to say the most ridiculous shit about it. 
Maybe he'll find him. He's going to be like, General. People of America. Put me in contact with Area 51. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know if the truth is really out there. Where's Scully and Mulder? Mm-hmm. He probably thinks they're real. Give me Scully and Mulder. And they're like, uh, you're talking David Duchovny? Like, they're, Whatever, they're, they're actors. Is. And then he'll be like, no, like the ones they're based off of. Give me the real ones. <laughs> but yeah. you know that's fake, right? Give me the men in black then. <laughs> Give me Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, where is there? With J and K? I want to go to the skyscraper. Give me element OP too. Shit. Mm-hmm. Lay it on me. Give me a donut. All right. That's it. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a donut. <laughs> this is over. Uh, well, I don't know, man. This is definitely, it's definitely a crazy thing because there's people from all areas, all walks of life, all times talking, hey, I got taken by some fucking aliens. And the it- hardest thing to discount is when people say like, um, like how they, uh, lost the time, you know, like a lot of the, a lot of the circumstances is what really kind of, Fuck shit up because, yeah. um, a lot of that stuff you don't have excuses for. There's no like, where were you for this time? Um, or like when, let's say you go through it and then you can't tell, you don't remember that this time's gone by and then you sound like a crazy person and then you start to like, um, doubt your own self or whatever. And, um, I don't know. There's a, there's this like, there's so many pieces to it, you know, that makes it like you can't discount it, but you can't like believe it either. It's like, you, you know, we got to have some type of real evidence. Somebody needs to like bring something back or like, um, you know, take a fucking uh, secret camera with them like a spy camera or something or like you know uh, a lot of them that have stories of abductions and stuff i'll say the same type of things too like once it happens it keeps happening um that you know it's like once you become conscious of something then you're always conscious of it you know yeah it's like it's like uh i've seen another documentary about a guy that Claims that he could be able to see them anywhere, like everywhere he goes, he he can just like look up in the sky and eventually like find a spot and then like film it and like show you like look at that, what's that, and like you know and and it's like um, out of sight, out of mind until you become in contact or like then you're just extra aware and extra sensitive to it. Well, yeah, it's like hey, you. How many uh, cars like yours have you noticed since you got your new car? Right, exactly. Did you notice those cars before you got that car? No. Nope. <laughs> but they were everywhere, right? Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's just a... All different it's, colors. It's it's a human behavior, you know, to like, um, to recognize things a lot more after you've already seen them or already come in contact with them. And, yeah. And so, you know, it's like, I believe... I believe that some people believe. That's what I'm going to say. And um, crazy shit happens. You know, crazy shit happens all the time. So uh, maybe it's aliens. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's us. 
maybe it's uh you know some secret program shit or like maybe it's um who knows who knows there's like so many if you want to think yeah, in those in those terms, that's you could the, probably think of like a million things it could be, you know. But that's uh, the thing that I was tripping on today is that the Greys are us. Either they're us in the future, or they're us, or we're them in the future, and we're some sort of. See, my my theory was that they're us in the future, coming back to tell us something, or warn us about something, or study us to try to figure out how to fix their life now. And they're living that space life to where they don't need muscles, so they get all skinny. They're not, you know, in the perfect distance from a sun all the time, so they don't get sun. They get pale. And, you know, all these different things that make them into that stereotypical gray alien. And then you made a good point that possibly we are a simulation that they're trying to see if they want to come and live on Earth or some other planet that's like it. And they're trying to see how it'll play out with their species. And that if they have an Earth that's habitable, live there in the ozone, build that their muscle a, back. That has a creature you could fucking interbreed with or whatever and make hybrids. Like yeah, a- Neanderthal. Or maybe like, you know, maybe they don't even need that much. Maybe they could just already um genetically modify whatever they want because yeah. they have so much like, you know, technology or whatever. Or maybe in a hundred years they can evolve ten thousand years. The most interesting thing is like like you said, when you think about all the things it would take to be to make it through space, you know, to like to be a spacefaring species the way that the effects it would just have on your body over that time and like how you would evolve and what you would turn into and like you know things i mean if you got to travel light years upon light years without a fucking wormhole or a rosen bridge or whatever you're fucking uh gonna be going for a while yeah you know so you're gonna need like i don't know that you're gonna have to evolve to become something else just from physics alone, you know, like uh, the effects of weightlessness and um, just all the things. Or, like, you have to figure out a way to combat that. Like, in our science fiction, we always have a way to, like, create a fake gravity or whatever, you know. But uh, who knows? Who knows what the real reality is? I mean, who knows, like, you know, maybe, maybe some population out there... Um, just is always out there in space and like yeah. has has no home anymore. They're just a spacefaring species. Yeah, and after like generations and generations, or even if you live on a on a planet that has way less gravity, and you know there's no need to, you're not carrying your body around, you're not lifting things, you're just kind of manipulating things through matter and pushing things around. So there would be it'd be a lot easier to just let your muscles go away because you don't need them and then you'll need less calories because you won't have to keep yourself built up than it would be to have all this food, work out all the time, have all this altered gravity. You know, I'm sure that it would be like some new type of like energy, some new type of like substance. So, or like, yeah, they have that. They have Soylent now for real. 100% nutrition, 100% daily values of everything. 
soil it, and you fucking drink it so you don't have to stop working. And they called it soylent. <laughs> it's tight. Yeah. So, so uh, I don't we know, live man. In the future, we live in the first stages of the real future. Yeah. Of like, of like the real like science fiction of where everything's prophesized. You know, it's like we're finally like next is like fucking floating buildings and flying cars and. You know, all that shit's here already. It's about making them practical. Next is like gathering all the energy from the sun and nowhere yeah. else. And I think that I think that more and more people are like starting to think outside of the box. We have more people now, and a lot of these things are based off of one guy a long time ago going, "That looks like a saucer skipping on the water." And fucking now they're flying saucers forever. And we have this idea in our minds that are based off of certain things that are our go-tos, you know? Saucers, aliens, they're going to get in your butt. They want to do fucking weird studies on you. So, And most people don't even think they're real either. So, Yeah, so you got to think that it's probably something not like that at all that kind yeah. of looks like that, like chariots from the sky. That, yeah, as, as, as far as, like, reality, it's... it's uh. It's a fucking unicorn, you know? It's like a... Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like a Bigfoot. It's a fucking... It's a whatever. It is what it is. It, it's not real until you, until it's real. Same thing for, like, a ghost or a god or a fucking whatever, right? Like, it's all the same. It's it's all real to you. It's, 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 it's as real as you make it. And uh, I don't know. It's like... It's all kind of a trap. <laughs> but uh, it's fun. You know, like, this shit's fun. Putting yourself in these hypotheticals and thinking how you would react to it. I don't know. I don't know. It'd be pretty scary, man. Yeah, it would. So there it is. Don't get yourself abducted. Uh, if you guys have any stories of crazy shit that's happened to you, uh, let us know. And if you don't want people to see it, we will hide your name. You can email us, naturalhabitatpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, we might tell your story on the next episode of this alien shit, but uh, we could retract any information that you like. Nah. For $5 a word. <laughs> but uh, seriously, though, I've, I fucking told you my weird stories about losing I know, time. I, I, I wish I had one. So lace us up. If you got stories, we want to hear them. I never seen nothing, so I don't believe in nothing. But one day I hope to see something. Uh-huh. Hang out with me. We'll fucking get abducted. It's going to be weird. <laughs> they keep That's, coming back to me for some reason. It sounded weird. Not like sex traffic abducted. Maybe you're a hybrid. Maybe I am. You're looking kind of gray today. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know, but I got to go. Uh, I mean, no. But I got to go. So, of course not. I mean, are you an alien? You know you have to answer me, right? Otherwise, it's entrapment. Natural habitat. Natural habitat recordings.